If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Nikola Tesla. In Think Energy, we'll delve into the world of universal energy and the people who use it to help others in a positive way. Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I will act as your guide, bringing to you interesting people and concepts that, at their core, are all about energy. Be a Reiki, Feng Shui, energy healing, mediumship, psychic phenomenon, and many other energy-based modalities. We will dive deep into the work they do and maybe even get a reading or two. I hope that you'll join us for a fascinating discussion about, well, energy. And welcome, everybody, to Friday. It's Friday at noon, and I hope everybody's going to stay with us the entire time. We have got a great show for you today. It is one of my favorite topics of all time, and I'll, we'll get into that as to why that is. But first, I have to say, uh, Nathan, how are you today, sir? Good afternoon, Kevin. Doing well, and happy Friday to you and everyone else on the show, and to you, those you. of you listening. I tell you, we got a we got a full house. We've got one of the my bestest buddies in the entire world is here, and her name is Dana Parker. Dana, say hello to Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hey, How's Dana. It going? I don't think I've really said hello to you on the show before. This might be a first. I think this is our first time. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> I love causing first times to happen. Uh, it's the best. Speaking of first time, oh, I need to get this drum roll ready. Uh, well, either way, let's just skip the drum roll. This week, I became a first-time uncle. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> there we go. I like the applause. <laughs> Congratulations, young man. Was it a boy or a girl? A girl. Her name's Genevieve, and very That's precious fun. little baby. Very sweet. Oh, beautiful name. Beautiful name. That's that awesome. That is a beautiful name. Congrats. That's a fun role to play. Oh, thank you. I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you have to babysit, then you won't be quite so excited. <laughs> Thankfully, that they list uh, about halfway across the country. So for me, I would just be showing up and having fun and going home. <laughs> that's the that's, way to do it. That's the role of a grandpa. That's that's what I get. You know, I grandpa. Do have to tell, yeah, I do have to tell you, my uh, my uh, three year old granddaughter uh, via Zoom for the first time in our lives said. I love you, Grandpa. Oh, that's the best. Uh, that is the best. Did you just soak up that moment? It's no, so my, good. My heart fell all over my shoes. Yeah. Oh. It just melted all over me. That's when you just take deep breaths and just soak in that that whole because a child's love like that is just priceless. It really is, and, oh, and that's one of the favorite. first. It was one of the first sentences that she said. So, and I've only seen her. I've only seen her on Skype and, and or excuse me, Zoom. So, it was it was a oh, lot of fun. But that is so fun. Thanks for sharing that, Kevin. Oh, you're so enjoy. I love it. <laughs> you're so welcome. And I'd like to bring into the conversation uh, a lady that I met not too long ago, and we had a fascinating discussion. And her name is uh, Tracy Hemingway. If you want to follow along, you can go to HemingwayHypnosis.com, which I suppose I just let the cat out of the bag as to what we're going to talk about today. But Tracy, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. And that is great grandpa news. I love hearing that. <laughs> yes, although I'm still too young to be a grandpa. Although, <laughs> although I interviewed a gal yesterday who's 35 years old and she's a grandmother. Could be reality. Could be. Life happens. 
Life happens. Apparently, somebody didn't tell the the uh, the daughter how it works uh, because <laughs> she, she was fifteen. Anyway, so enough enough of that. But Tracy's with us, and um, we're going to talk about the world of hypnosis today. And uh, if she will allow me, we're going to focus on past life regressions and life between lives. Is that okay to do? Absolutely. One of my favorite topics. Yay! Oh, mine too. Me too. That makes three <laughs> of us. This is going to be good. <laughs> oh, I love the energy that you bring, uh, Dana. <laughs> I just, I just, just, just knocks me out every time. Thank you. Um, I got to tell a little story because I was interviewing Tracy. And being a hypnotherapist the way she is, and I said, you know, my introduction to hypnotherapy, and by the way, if you haven't read this book, you need to go, and I, I don't say need often, but in this case, you need to go buy Journey of Souls by Dr. Michael Newman. Yes, you deserve to buy that. That is true. Yes, either and that companion book, which is Destiny of Souls. I have bought them both multiple times because I keep giving them away. <laughs> and uh, it is a story of uh, life between lives and uh, past life regressions and it really makes it clear uh what we are about and what we're here to do and what we go to, what what happens when we die and where we get to go and and the fun that we get to have and the people we get to meet it's it's really interesting and and tracy is an expert at taking people to through past life you know, taking people to the back to the old old times. So, Tracy, <laughs> sorry, if you if you can uh, explain what exactly is past life regressions. So, past life regressions are amazing because we are eternal beings, and we believe that that energy of us has existed for. Who knows how long? Uh, I love there's a theory called the big bounce theory that says that the universe expands, expands, expands until it collapses in upon itself and then it does it again. And it's done it 25 billion, billion times and it'll do it 25 billion, billion more. And we're all just invited for the ride. So thinking of ourselves as being here through so many incarnations is such a powerful thing. And when I talk to people about past life regressions, I explain to them that it can come through in many different ways. We think of reincarnation as being linear, as far as we, we die, we go to heaven or that life in between lives, whatever you wanna call it, the interlife, and then we're reborn again. And there's that great linear type, type way, but there's also other ways that things can show up believe it or not. And there's split souls, there's transmigration theory, there's the theory that all of time is happening future, present and past at the same time. So you could just as easily look at a future life as a past life. So there's a lot of different theories behind this, but it, it all embraces the thought that we are eternal beings. This is not our first right on the merry-go-round we have been here before and we're just learning growing and choosing really dr michael newton talks about choosing to be here in our situation with who we're with and where we are and it's that freedom of choice that makes all of this so very beautiful dana oh it's i the freedom of choice you know it's one of those things when you really step into that when you really embrace that idea and you're like, 
and you're, you're, you're here and you choose to be here on purpose. Like I am here on purpose and everything happens for me for a reason, for learning, for growth, for expansion. It's like, to me, when I, when I finally stepped into that, that's when like real life fulfillment came into my life, into my world, everything started to have meaning. And I started to look into the meanings of things and it's been beautiful. So yes, I, I'm so in agreement with Tracy on this, that there are so many beautiful things about this freedom of choice and that we're here on, on purpose for a choice, for a reason, interacting with people that we do. And, and that it does make a difference in the big picture of our soul's journey and this adventure. I love how you explain that, Tracy. It's like, we're along for the ride. That is, we're along for the ride of this life. And it's just, it's fun to be able to step back and be like, oh yeah, this is a ride and I'm on and I'm, I'm going. And it helps not take life too seriously either. That, oh my gosh, I have, you know, I used to believe I had one, one chance. That's it. One opportunity and the anxiety and the like, I'm going to mess this up. That that was consuming a lot. <laughs> and, and since opening up to this new profound idea, it's like my soul is so happy in this idea of, no, I'm here for learning and growth. I don't, I don't just have one shot, one opportunity. It's, it, this is, this is the growth of Dana this time. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to put Nathan to work, you can by giving us a call right now <laughs> at last week, the phone lines filled up and stayed full for the entire hour. I'm hoping that we can at least get close to that today. So if you'd like to give us a call to talk to Tracy Hemingway, the hypnotherapist, you can by calling 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5527. Six nine, so <laughs> Tracy, I have to ask you. You know, when I first got into this topic years ago, I like Dana grew up in a traditional uh, religious upbringing, religious family, and I know you did too. And uh, and so your your journey is quite profound. Mm -hmm. But I always wondered because it seemed to me like that we've proven that the Earth is four billion years old. We've also proven that mankind, in some manner or form, has been here for hundreds of thousands of years. And the universe is, is 16 billion years old. So our 60, 70, 80 years that we're here, the one time is not even uh, the blink of an eye in, in the cosmic time. And so I always wondered, why, what do we do for the rest of the time if we're not doing anything? And uh, um, I kept asking that question, and nobody gave, gave me a satisfactory answer until I read uh, Journey of Souls. And then that, then it all made sense to me. Is that, has that been your experience as well? It has been my experience. And just as we are intentional creators during our time here on Earth, when we're not on Earth, we're still intentionally creating. And again, that freedom of choice goes with us, whether we're here or there or all where it all is, nowhere, wherever it is here and now and not now. So we get to be a part of all of it and be that intentional creator. And what I loved was Dana said something about being scared and the of only having one chance to do it and the freedom that it gives you to try 
everything mm -hmm. and try all those first time things. You said it. I love doing first times. You said that just <laughs> today. All those first time things. It's all an adventure. And when you can see it that way and live life that way, you find so much more peace and happiness and just experiencing it all and saying, I welcome it all. Come at me, baby. I yep. welcome it all. <laughs> yes. For learning and growth and expansion. Yes. Let's see how I do this. Let's see how much I can grow, how much I can expand and help others do the same. It's so beautiful. I love it. I, I do have a question, Tracy, for you. Certainly. Um, you know, we, I, I've had this experience several times in my life and I've done past life regressions where there are things that actually I experience in this life that affect me that I've had experiences in other lives and it, it, in those other lives, it's directly affecting this life. And as I've cleaned it up in this life, it's like, there's this ripple effect of healing that takes place. And so one of my questions is, um, why do we come down with baggage from other lifetimes or, or I guess that's the linear way of looking at it, but what is that? How does that work? Cause that, that seems like such a big concept to comprehend. Um, when someone comes with you to this, with this repeat repeating pattern is like, I think it's a past life thing. What do you tell, like, how do you speak to that? I love the way you look at it as bringing it with you. But again, that goes to freedom of choice. I don't think, you know, people talk about karma as you're, it's going to come with you, even if it's 20,000 lifetimes. And I really do feel like we get to choose. Is this the lesson I'm going to learn again? Yeah. Do I need to learn this lesson again? And I think when we get to the other side, we, you know, sometimes we, you know, hit ourselves in the head and say, <laughs> how did I miss that chance? I want right. to go back and try it again. Yes. Again, I think it's free choice. I don't think it's a burden, a yoke that we've got around our neck that we're carrying with us. We get to choose that that is this lesson. Yeah. And there are times also where people will go in and they'll have a lifetime that they really just get to enjoy life. Yeah. And then they say, okay, next lifetime, I'll go back and readdress those lessons. I don't have to do it every time. Yes. So I, I really do see it in so many different uh, ways in my hypnotherapy chair that I've seen so many different options of how things come with you, but you always get the choice whether to bring them with you or leave them behind. Yeah, that's super interesting. It kind of reminds me of, so I, I had a first marriage and got divorced and now I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, having another relationship, long-term relationship and there's a part of me that's like, I want to try this again. Cause I learned so much from that first one about myself, about relationships in general. Like I learned so much. I want to try with this new wisdom. So let's try it again. And, and so what you're saying is it's kind of like that similar feeling that we can have of, oh my gosh, I learned so much in that life about this. Now I want to see and put it to use and, and see if I can expand more in that area. One of the things I like to say is take the lesson, but leave the pain. Yes. Yes. So you can take the lesson, you can grow, you can experience something else new, but you can leave the pain behind. That's okay. Yeah. Just take the lesson with you. Yeah. That's that, the value of hypnosis for sure. That's yeah. a t-shirt by the way. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a great t-shirt saying. Now I did, I did have to ask you because when Dana and I first met, we had an instant connection and we both felt like we had known each other before. 
And so I've decided that uh, when we knew each other before, I was married to her, only she was a him and was a really hairy <laughs> dude. Um, was that... <laughs> Wow, Kevin, I didn't even know about those conclusions you came to. <laughs> just, just came to it right now. And I was I was a pretty lady and you were a hairy dude. That's a, a, Wow. <laughs> well, that is I think it's right this time. I, I was sick of all the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to throw that in there. But. I love it. But uh, but there is the avenue that that uh, uh, that we do have uh, past lives and we do learn things and we do meet people and we have a soul group on the other side and we and we touch bases with them and we do life after life after life in different avenues and different configurations of they could be a mother or a brother or a sister or a granddaughter all, all of that in is it, that's also true isn't it it is and. So many of my clients, and I know me personally, I have dreams all the time where I'm looking at somebody and I know it's my sister, but yeah. it's a 14-year-old boy in Japan, and I know that's not my sister. Right. But so we do exchange those roles. We we in this life can be a man and in another life be a woman and in another life be whatever it is we want to be. And so knowing that that is all open to us and that we do learn lessons. It doesn't matter genders and race and religion. We get to experience it all and exchange one for the other. And and I think that's a great example of when you're looking at dreams, I've had people come to me too with dreams of I'm looking in the mirror and I know it's me, yeah. but it's not me. Not me. And <laughs> so that again is that deja vu, that, that right. memory coming back. Mm -hmm. Or the, like I said, there's other theories. There's the split soul theory. And Dr. Michael Newton actually talks about this, about how as a person, when you come down, you cannot bring 100% of your soul energy into this body. <laughs> the body's too dense, too slow. It cannot take 100% of your soul energy. And he hypothesizes that most people bring, bring between 25 and 55%. I find that 40% seems to be the norm. So if 40% of you is, is Kevin on this lifetime, what's the other 60% doing? Are you on the other side? Do you have someone else down here that's got 55% and only 5% is on the other side? What's going on with you? And so that's actually the split soul theory that Kevin, you can be Kevin right now, but you could also be, you know, a beautiful teenage girl in Costa Rica and <laughs> your soul is experiencing both at the same time. And she could teach me Spanish. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do have a couple of calls lined up and uh, uh Nathan's taking one right now and then and then we're going to get to them and uh by the way we're we're becoming a national show from KKNW 11:50 a.m. because we are talking to we're going to be talking to well I'll, I'm going to let uh, as soon as he gets his headset on uh uh Nathan who are we going to talk to Our first caller will be Jack and he's calling over from San Diego has a question about reincarnation so welcome That'd to the show Jack you are live with Tracy and Dana and Kevin That'd be California. Hi. Um, I have a question uh, as to whether you think uh, reincarnation is a principle or a law, whether it's a choice or it's a given. Gracie? Wow, that's, that's pretty deep. I do think that each and every one of us gets to choose when we come back. 
and how often we come back. I, I would not call it a law because I am a firm believer that in this universe, we are given the freedom of choice. And that is part of being a soul energy is that choice. I think we're excited to come back, mm -hmm. but not always. Sometimes yeah. we may take a while. Yeah. So I think it's all about freedom of choice. Great. Thank you. I Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Well, I enjoy your show and it's very interesting and uh, I wish you all uh, very, very much wellness. You too, well. Jack. Thank you so much Thank for listening. You. We appreciate okay. you. You bet. Take care. Thank you. It's hard to believe that we get all the way to San Diego. Boy, Nathan, you're powerful. <laughs> well, last week we were able to extend all the way over to New Hampshire. I remember somebody calling in from there. And <laughs> we even went international with uh, Canada and Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Now, now uh, Tracy, I do want to touch on one of the things that um, Dr. Newton stressed in his book, and that is, and this is, should make every one of us that is here, feel good and that is this is a difficult planet mm -hmm. to be on we are very dense we don't get to we, on the other side we get to, our thoughts create actions and it's almost instanta instantaneous mm -hmm. here it takes quite a bit longer and it's very <laughs> it can be very difficult so this is we're considered warriors for people that that, that are here and if you're having trouble in this life it's okay you're because you're still being applauded on the other side for giving it a shot am i correct in that ma'am I, when I read the book, I got that same impression that we have chosen to be here and that this is a hard journey. And I have had past life regressions that were not of this planet mm -hmm. or of this being a human body. They were of something else. And so I do believe we choose to be on this earth and we know that it's not easy, that there is illness and there is strife. And especially coming into a time right now where there are some of us that are so peace and joy and all good things minded. And then there are so many us and them. And if you're not one of us, you're one of them. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like us being here right now, choosing to be here and being vehicles of peace and being that voice of reason and love and grace. Sometimes we are pushed up against and it does make it a little bit more difficult, yes. And uh, we have another caller. By the way, if you, we did, did clear a phone line. If you'd like to add to the conversation, you can. 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Nathan, what's up? Let's go ahead and talk to Susan from Seattle, who's curious about how her past life is affecting her in this current lifetime. Welcome to the show, Susan. You're live with Kevin, Dana, and Tracy. Welcome, yeah, Susan. Hi there. Welcome, Susan. Hi there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm curious to see how my past life is affecting me in this current lifetime. So when I meet with someone, we really talk for a good 30 minutes to an hour prior to the session. I don't just put you down in a chair and say, okay, close your eyes, take a deep breath. It doesn't work that way. We really talk about how you feel your past life is affecting you. So Susan, how do you feel your past life is affecting you in this lifetime? Uh, I, 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 I don't think it, I, I feel okay about it. I mean, I've dealt with it, so I think it's, I'm doing pretty good with it. 
Well, I think that's great. So people that feel really good about their past lives, they come to see me for what I call it past life tourism. If they just want to maybe look at some different lives that they've been in. I had one woman come to see me that she wanted to see the first time that she and her current husband interacted in a lifetime. And they were not together in that lifetime, but she wanted to see that lifetime. I had another one come to see me that really wanted to see a number of different lifetimes. And every time we switched, she went right into a different lifetime and her interlife was fascinating, absolutely fascinating. We were able to connect with her grandfather's twin who died in the concentration camps in Germany. And we were able to connect with him. And she didn't think her past life was affecting her at all. And yet once she talked to this grandfather's twin, he told her that their family had always been very serious in deep reverence for this twin that was killed in the concentration camps. And he came to her as an eight-year-old child saying, would you all just go have some fun? (laughs) Would you please live life and be excited about life? Because I can't do it. And I'm watching you. And I don't want you to be sad about me anymore. And she didn't realize how much that was affecting her. And she went out and made new decisions. And I, I'm excited to say that she decided to get married. And I saw recently on social media, she had just had a baby. And I'm really excited for her because she made new decisions because she was making a lot of decisions from fear and reverence for this person who had passed. Mm-hmm. So she didn't even think she had issues going on with her past life, but boy, that gave her the freedom to make new choices. And maybe that is, maybe I do have issues, but don't recognize them. So how do you recognize them? Like I said, usually we'll talk for 30 minutes to an hour. We'll determine what kind of past life regression you're seeking because there are very many different ones. And for the most part, people ask the question, how is my past life affecting me today? But for those that don't feel that way, we go and look at other things and it's been some very freeing, amazing sessions that I've sat in on and been a witness to. Sometimes too, in my life, Susan, I've asked myself, do I have any reoccurring patterns or themes with relationships or with money or with health um, that keep reoccurring? And if there's a reoccurring pattern, I often will ask, is this connected to a past life that wants to be looked at? And that's really helpful too, to see these patterns in this life and how going and doing past life regressions can help clean up and heal things in this life. Yep, that's uh, good information. So it is. Okay, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you, Susan. Susan. You have a wonderful day. And by the way, that opens up a phone line. You can give us a call, 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Tracy, I want to touch on something that um, affected me in my life. And and I know that it affects other people in in a lot of ways. And that is uh, a year and a half in October, I lost my brother to cancer. Uh, Last July, I lost my mother to... uh, um, well, she was 90 and she, she just fell asleep and didn't wake up. And, uh, you know, I get people who will say, Oh, gee whiz, I'm so sorry. And I can't, uh, because of what I believe, because I know it's true. I'm not, I'm not sad for them 
because they are continuing on. They are happy. They, you know, the funny thing is, is I've had several uh, mediums talk to them, and uh, they and my mother specifically was very surprised because she's a she was a fundamentalist Christian, and um, and one of the mediums said she can't believe that there's so many people that she didn't think would be here that are here. So. <laughs> What, what it has given me, the gift it has given me is I realize the continuum, that it's not separation. It's not difficult. It's, the, it's continuation, and it's, it's part of the, the wonderful part of life. And uh, uh, can you speak to that a little bit? So I actually have a grief protocol that I work with people that are grieving. And I have had people reach out to me within like six months of someone dying. And I always tell them they need to wait at least a year. But if after a year, that grief is still as fresh today, or I, there was one woman I worked with that it was nine years that her son had been gone and her grief she was carrying was just like it was today. And we went into hypnosis and went directly into the interlife. And she was able to have that conversation with her son and feel that connection and know that he is going on. He's moving on. He's happy. He was not in the wrong place at the wrong time, but he was exactly in the right place at the right time. I truly have witnessed that no one's journey is ever over until it's time for it to be over. We can grieve and be sad and we can miss that someone is with us physically, but when you are connected with your family members, your loved ones, even your pets, you feel them with you, coming to you in dreams, you sense them, you smell them, All, so many beautiful things. Uh, I remember one time I was just getting my car lube-oiled and filtered and the young man saw my business card and said, oh, wow, you're a hypnotherapist. Tell me about what you do. And he told me about uh, a friend of his who had been killed in a drive-by gang shooting. Mm -hmm. And he said, my friend is haunting my bedroom and every night he shuts my garage door or my closet door. Oh. And so I, I said, what's your friend's name? And he told me, and we kind of took a moment together, a couple deep breaths. And I said, all right, from now on, we thank you for this sign of shutting the closet door. We thank you for letting us know you're here. But from now on, could you just put dimes around where I could see them? Mm -hmm. And I'll know that you're here. And the amazing thing was, was this young man was standing outside my car window. And he took, and afterwards, he took a step back and looked down on the ground. And there was a dime right there. Oh, that's there. the best. I and love it. Having that validation that... Those that have gone on have not left us. They're, they're around us all the time. Their spirit energy is a part of us as we are a part of them. And they haven't left. When you think about them, when you talk to them, they're there. They're listening. And I'm with you, Kevin. People think I am, I don't know, kind of cold, that I, I don't get into the grieving process as much. But when you believe the way we believe, that their journey, they just went through a door. They're just on the other side. We don't, we don't have to miss them because we feel them with us all the time. And I'll tell you that it's not even a belief for me, it's a knowing. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact 
that that is what happens. And some people will say, oh, how can you know for a fact? And it's like, if you know in your heart and you feel it. Heck, I was doing a, having a meditation the other day and a dog that's been dead for 20 years put his head on my lap um, <laughs> just to say hello. So I love it. You know, I love that. Yeah, I love that. So Dana, what do you think? I, I just think to me, the universe is so kind in offering us those connections still in this life. Cause this life is, it is a really difficult one. It's full of a lot of, of low dense energy, low vibration, emotions, a lot of interesting experiences that, that we uh, grow and expand from, but it's intense. This is an intense world. And, um, and so I just think to have such a, an incredible opportunity to tap into, you know, that dog that brings you so much comfort or that child that you felt so connected to, you know, to tap into that is such a gift. And, and I, I, what I want to share with the listeners is everyone can do that. It's like a muscle. And if you don't feel like you can do it, then, then find somebody who can teach you or connect you with that. So you can start building that muscle and know what that feels like. Somebody like Tracy who can connect you there and help you and support you there. Cause there's so much value in connecting to those, those different things unseen to support you through this life and through hard times, through good times it all. I just think the universe is so kind to, to keep that, that, uh, opportunity to stay connected to everyone and everything that we value and hold dear. So, so Tracy, I want to make sure I want to just uh, double check and make sure everybody has your information. Uh, Hemingway hypnosis is the, and go to Hemingway hypnosis.com and you can book an appointment with her. She does zoom calls. Um, she can actually, you know, zoom has turned, turned, turned out to be a godsend because now you can go anywhere in the world all in the same day. It's kind of cool, huh? I agree. I've seen patients from Austria to Amsterdam and everywhere in between. And I love that it doesn't limit me especially because I see a lot of teenagers. I'm one of the few hypnotherapists that see teens and it allows me to see those teenagers without them having to leave the comfort of their own home. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's nice that I'm, right now I'm snowed in. No one could even get to me, even if they wanted to. So the, the blessing of zoom is being able to connect with everybody worldwide. And I, I miss the one-on-one. -on -one only because I'm a hugger and I would like to be able to give a hug to everybody that I work with. But the, the blessing of being able to take this work everywhere is a, it's just a blessing. It's a miracle. I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. Can you share a little bit more about what you do with teens, what your focus is? And, and I'd love to hear more about that because I haven't actually talked to very many hypnotherapists to do that. So the last three years, I've actually been working with a brain injury clinic that has branches in Orlando, Atlanta, and Denver. And they have a lot of teens. I've worked with a lot of teen athletes. Uh, I worked with professional athletes, teen athletes, CEOs, everything. But what I, work I do with teens is very similar to the work that I do with everyone else that I work with. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of clinical hypnosis where it's not about your symptoms. It's more about how you feel about your symptoms, how you perceive it. Because I, I really come from the belief that you are either a victim or a student of every situation. And when you step into victim mode, 
everything feels heavier and you get stuck and all those things slow you down. But when you become a student of that situation and you're learning from it, then you can move through it more quickly. Now, I will tell you that I have had a couple of parents when I tell them my motto for my practice is I want for you what you want for you. Mm-hmm. And that applies to teenagers too. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want for that teenager what the mom wants. I want right. for that teenager what she wants for herself. And so I've had a couple of parents say, I'd like you to hypnotize my child to clean their room, do their <laughs> work, not date that boy, whatever it is. Oh my and, goodness. Yeah. And so when I tell parents, I will not do that, that I want my desire for them to get what they want for them doesn't change because they're 15. Yeah. I'll bet you you get yourself into a lot of trouble with something. (laughs) I think that is so healthy and good for parents to hear. Really good. Honestly, one of the things I do with teenagers uh, that's been the most helpful is reframing the voice in their head. Yes. Because so many times they'll hear that. Do your homework before you go here, or don't get in the car with that boy, or Mm -hmm. don't even try those drugs. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. But they're hearing it in mom's voice or dad's voice, and they want to rebel against it. And so in hypnosis, we reframe that voice as their 35-year-old self. Mm. Your older self is telling you, we're going to have a much better life if you don't go down that drug avenue. Love that. You're That's 30, brilliant. And it is, it's been an amazing, effective way. That's beautiful. And I, I actually worked with a bunch of high school seniors going to be college freshmen. And I did a, a student, a student workshop where we really reframed that voice. Mm-hmm. And we took a look at what would 35 year old you look like? Well, of course they all see 35 year old themselves as being successful, healthy, strong, vibrant people and successful, healthy, vibrant, strong people don't usually partake in drugs Mm -hmm. or, or risky behavior. So it's a reframing of that voice helps those young people a tremendous amount. I love it. By the way, if you're sitting on the fence, if you're sitting in your car or you're sitting at home listening on your computer and you're thinking about calling in and you're not sure because you're a little frightened, don't be frightened. We're nice. We're nice people. So give us a call, 425-37, except for Nathan, but 425-373-5527. Right. Nathan's extra nice. Exactly. 425-373-5527 or 888-298. Five five six nine. You could talk to Tracy Hemingway from Hemingway here, Tracy Hemingway Hypnosis, and go to her website, which is HemingwayHypnosis.com. And so, Tracy, it, it, I got to tell you, it's it's th- this is one of my favorite topics because it gives people hope that what they believe to be true isn't necessarily so and that they could rise above it, and which is why I advocate the uh, Dr. Newton's book so much, is that they can rise above it and they can honestly live the life that they were destined to live if they just follow their heart. Is that true? That is so true. In fact, I have a protocol. It's called the Hemingway Protocol, and it is all about getting people in touch with that inner wisdom, that intuition. 
there was a great quote. I was listening to a podcast, Tim Ferriss, about four or five years ago, and a gentleman said, we now live in a day and age where knowledge is in the palm of our hand. We can find out any fact we need. The knowledge is in the palm of our hand. But the difference between those that will thrive and those that will sleepwalk through life is not the knowledge, but the wisdom. So I went right home. I spent the next almost month creating a protocol. It has about 20 different hypnotherapy modules in it that I use in a two-hour protocol to get people in touch with their inner wisdom because your wisdom is the thing that makes you, you. I truly believe that each and every person was created by this universe cell by cell from scratch to be extraordinary. And each and everything that you do is what you are meant to do. Kevin, the man you are is not the woman I am. And you have a journey and I have a journey. And it's great that we get to come together, but we each have our own calling. And I believe that every single person that is born on this earth has a calling, has a space that is uniquely theirs. And I feel like we tune it out. We numb it down. We, we get so caught up in all of the shoulds we have to do every day that we don't even recognize the extraordinariness of all of us. We are so amazingly perfect and we're all still learning and growing. So I, I truly believe that we were meant to be here to grow, to learn, and to be the best selves. I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, by the way, Dana, you are the mother of four either teenage or soon-to-be teenager boys. And would you would you have would you advocate that they go to hypnosis? Absolutely. I mean, I I'm certified in hypnosis too. I don't know if you knew that, Kevin, because <laughs> I don't talk about all my certifications all the time. But yes, I I actually have used hypnosis. Um, for lots of things, for lots of reprogramming and, and reframing the things in my mind. I make lots of recordings for myself and for clients. And it's, it's one of the, the reason why I got certified in it is because it's one of the most powerful tools that I found to help rewire the brain to the way that you want it to be so that you can line up your emotions to the things that you want in life. And it's so powerful. It's one of the ways I've healed um, through my own, uh, trials and childhood traumas and things like that. And it's been incredible. So yeah, we actually do guided meditations a lot at my house. Oh, cool. <laughs> now I just want to make sure that everybody's clear. This is not a system by which Tracy can make you, uh, uh, dance like a chicken and, uh, run outside without your clothes on or any of that kind of, this is not, that's not what hypnosis is. Uh, could you kind of give us a thumbnail sketch of what hypnosis is and so that people can feel a lot more comfortable about it? Absolutely. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. There, I could never make you do anything you don't want to do. If the theme of this show has been nothing, it's about freedom of choice. And I could never make you do anything you don't want to do. If I could make people rob a bank with a snap of a fingers, boy, I'd be wealthy. I could get everybody rob banks for me. But that's not how this works. And the media, especially movies, have made us look like we're in there to change things around. But again, I only want for you what you want for you. And so guiding you through that 
subconscious mind space. And all of us have a subconscious mind and a conscious mind. And believe it or not, your subconscious will do what your conscious mind tells you to do. But your subconscious mind is really good at keeping you comfortable and safe and in really good patterns. And so your conscious mind, you may tell your subconscious mind, okay, I'm going on a diet. No more cookies. <laughs> I'm not having cookies. And so you've got three different ways to change your subconscious mind. There's the first one, which is practice, 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 willpower. You can force your subconscious mind to do what you want it to do. No more cookies. Or there's also things that drastically happen. I call them the four D's of change. Death, divorce, diagnosis, and disillusionment. And when those things happen, your subconscious patterns change. If there's a death in the family, things change. If you get a diagnosis, things change. Now you can either work really hard or wait for something really bad to happen, or the shortcut is hypnosis. You can utilize hypnosis. I like to call it a brain hack. You can <laughs> utilize hypnosis to get the subconscious mind on board and then it's automatically telling you when you reach for that cookie, your subconscious mind says, no, 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 time out. You said no cookies. So we have the ability to change our subconscious mind in three distinct ways. Just hypnosis is the easy way. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the easy way to put it. Well, the, you know what I've learned in this, in this episode is that uh, if you go running out of your house naked, you can't use hypnosis as a uh, uh, excuse when you go in front of the judge. That's, <laughs> That's a great idea. I'd like to see that. That's a great idea. That is funny. No, you wouldn't want to see that. Trust me. <laughs> well, it's funny because I tell people all the time that getting dressed 99% of the time is subconscious. Unless you consciously said, today I'm wearing pink. I look best in pink. I'm consciously wearing pink. But your subconscious is not going to let you go outside naked. It's not going to let you wear your bikini to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. It's going to make you put something else on. And even if you're just picking up the dirty clothes off the floor and putting them back on again, your subconscious will do that. It wants to keep you safe and comfortable and protected. Mm -hmm. And so it will do those things that you have taught it are comfortable, safe, and protected ways of existing. You know, Tracy, you are a superb example of somebody that is really working to help people get through life in a meaningful and positive way. And I, I thank you for being here. It's, and you're going to be on the show again. You're going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. And so I'll be looking for that. It's just, you, you're just awesome. Dana, what, what are your conclusions? Yeah, Tracy, thank you so much for what you're doing to support people to help them, you know, especially in, in this life. I think it's incredible to give people opportunities for real lasting change. And that's really what you and I believe is, is hypnosis is real lasting change that can take place for somebody and for people seeking, you know, people want real lasting change. I believe that at their core, people want to see real results. And what it does is it builds people's confidence. It builds their confidence in this life and themselves that they have the power in it. And it's almost like we're handing them their power back. And I love one of my favorite things about you. And, and one of the things that I, I really think is important as a hypnosis or a hypnotherapist 
um, is agency and choice that we support those that come into our, our influence with what they, with, with what they want and what they want in their life matters more than what we want for them in their life because their soul knows best. That's how, you know, you have a good hypnotherapist, you guys, that's how, you know, Tracy is somebody you want to be working with because she's going to support you and your goals and in your soul's mission, you know, what's best for you. And, and I just really wanted to note that, that coaches, their hypnotherapists, those that put agency in your hands and support you in that, that's, that's a good coach. That's a good hypnotherapist. And Nathan, what's going on now? Yeah, let's get a little bit more into that. We have a caller from Everett, Noreen, has a question about her daughter and if hypnosis would be a good treatment for her. So let's find out about that. Welcome to the show, Noreen. You're live with Tracy. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Thank you. Good to have you, Noreen. Thank you. Um, so this is the situation with my daughter. She is 43. She's had three different uh, brain traumas. Um, she was hit by a car when she was three. She fell off of her bike face first when she was about 10. And she was in a rollover auto accident when she was 16. And now she has MS. And it has affected her cognitively uh, more so than physically. Um, uh, well, is she is still there, able to? Is she still able to relax and and follow direction, or is she not able to do that still? Um, I think she could. I think she could. She spends a lot of her time um, talking to herself. She's not capable of holding a job, um, but she spends a lot of her time talking to herself. Um, but I, I think that I think that she is still aware enough. Um, I mean, she can cook for herself. Um, she still can function in that way, um, but she's not, uh, she's just angry all the time and very fearful, very, very paranoid. I think that the way hypnosis could help her best is to help relieve her of that fear and relieve her of the anger. But again, it's uh, so much of a freedom of choice of when I've worked with patients with TBIs and post-concussion syndrome, it's all about choice. If they want to go through the process, we go through the process together. And believe it or not, the first session we have together is a three hour session. That's part of my protocol that we do. The first session is a three hour session. And I've had a lot of patients tell me, I don't think I can do that. And miraculously they are able to do it. And we're able to uncover a tremendous amount in those first three hours. But a lot of it is, is she willing to let go of the fear and the anger? And is she willing to bring a little bit more peace into her life? And at this point, I don't know that. I, I, that would only be something that, that, so 
would you be would you do uh, uh, like a uh, a consultation with her before you started any program? Absolutely. I always offer a 20 to 30 minute free consultation before I work with anyone because I don't want to waste your time and money. I don't want to waste my time. I don't have time to do that. And so I always offer a consultation before a session because hypnosis is not for everybody, especially if you're not at a place where you are wanting that change and growth. Got it. Right. Right. Okay. So I'm sure that they'll give your information out over the air um, during the, the rest of the program. So I will take that down and I will give you a call. Excellent. I look forward to hearing from, from you and from her. I need to talk to her directly. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Tracy. Absolutely. Have a good day. Drive safe. You, and remember, Doreen, you, Noreen. Noreen, do not uh, write while you're driving. So <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Good. We appreciate you listening, Noreen. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you very much. That, that is that's that is really sound advice. And I know she's got a very difficult situation. Um, but uh, and so, you know, take advantage of that um, 20, 30 minute session because you want to you want to vet people to make sure that they're they're in it for the real right reasons. Right. Yes, I am amazed at how many people I say, are you willing to let this go or are you willing to change? And they say no. And I say, well, give me a call in a year or so and we'll discuss it again. Uh, and that's okay. When Absolutely. People, yeah. When they're not ready to make that commitment to move forward, mm -hmm. it's not worth the time and the energy. Right. Well, and they're still learning. Their soul's still learning something. Otherwise, they would feel ready. And that's what I tell people is there's nothing wrong with saying no, there's nothing wrong with saying I'm not ready. Good job honoring yourself tuning in. There's still more to learn. So be in tune with that too. It is amazing to me how some people feel comfortable being in victimhood. <laughs> Kevin, there's oh, so much to learn from that. <laughs> I suppose. I I suppose. By the way, we've been talking with uh, Tracy Hemingway and go to HemingwayHypnosis.com. And that's for Noreen. Uh, HemingwayHypnosis.com. And you can get all the information you need uh, to talk to her. And before we go, we've just got a, just a brief moment. I want to make sure that we give you a programming note. Next Next Friday at noon, Coriel Kramer, the renowned, and you're going to love this, uh, uh, Dana, the renowned animal communicator is going to be with us. She was on Coast to Coast. She does a good, terrific job. Good friend of mine, and uh, she's she's awesome. So, uh, Tracy, you got about 30 seconds. Give us, give us a thumbnail sketch and anything you want our audience to know. If you can think about it and feel it, then hypnosis can help you change it, but only if you want to. If you want to stay in victimhood, that's okay. When you're ready to get out of it, give us a call. We're here to help. And it is my, my purpose, my calling in life to help everybody get to be in a happier, more peaceful place. Because if you're happier and more peaceful than everyone you interact with will have a happier, more peaceful life. And this will be a happier, more peaceful place. So we're all here and we're not meant to do this alone. We're all here for each other.
from your mouth to God's ears or something like that. Uh, Dana, on behalf of Dana Parker and myself, do something nice for yourself. Do something nice for somebody else. Be kind because each other's all we got. We'll see you next time. 